1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kick off NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. All you got to do is place your first $5 bet. Sign up with promo code 2400 to get in on the action, and then you can turn game day into payday all season long. And the best part, take that 150 in free bets. There's big games every weekend, ones you'll have big opinions on, and you can get on your way. Play your way. Bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You name it. FanDuel's got more markets than anybody. You can even combine your bets for a chance of a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code 2400. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued non withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms. Sportsbook.Fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Fanduel.com forward slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash Chat in Connecticut, one 800 with it in Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369 in New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit
2: www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast if you haven't done so already. I am your host, Kayla Canaram. Joining me, we've got Cody Tapp. Nick Schwartz, we are coming to you live after that Chiefs win 2017 over the Titans, guys. It was not a pretty win. I actually finally did decide to throw on my Patrick is my homeboy shirt. Oh, for those of you that can't see, which is everyone. Uh, I haven't worn this shirt since the Monday night debacle with the Rams. What was that? 2018.
3: Wow. You're holding on to a shirt from the Mexico
2: City (laughs) game. (laughs)
3: The the (laughs) that's impressive.
2: The guy deserves it tonight. We're gonna get to everything, but we've got to kick things off with that one was not pretty, but we got it done.
3: No, I I mean that game was so stupid. I (laughs) I, it's like it's such a dumb game. Like every statistical anomaly exists in that world. Mahomes threw it sixty eight times. Malik Willis threw it sixteen. Malik Willis had five completions. They almost lost to a team who only had five completions in a game compared to the 43 their quarterback had. It's the dumbest, stupid game. And you know what, though? Here's the difference. The Chiefs always lost that game, especially to the AFC South, especially to the Titans, but they didn't. For once, they deserved in every conceivable way, deserved to lose that stupid football game, That was dumb the entire way, but they won. Maybe they shouldn't have, but they won because of this weird, ugly nonsense that eventually led to some truly hideous offense from the Titans and just enough offense right at the end from the Chiefs in order to get the win. It's not it's not the kind of game that you walk out and be like, well, I feel great, but at least they won. So you just kind of write off a lot of the bullshit
4: that happened along the way.
2: That was, yes, nine points with three minutes to go in the game. Insane.
4: You know what's so weird is that when the Chiefs, even when Mahomes was doing that, I wasn't convinced that they were going to win yet because I was still sort of thinking, okay, like this, you have been stagnant all night offensively. It was only until Malik Willis got the ball back. And I don't know how this eluded me in the second half because I knew the Chiefs defense was getting stops. Obviously, they were forcing three and outs on every single drive. And at no point did I really bother to think about what the the Titans offense was trying to do, which was let's hide this little rookie corner or quarterback and not make him do anything. Let's just make sure that we don't put him in a position where he has to, you know, throw the ball downfield. And when that last drive started, I thought, oh. Oh, wait a minute. This is, it's not just that you have Derrick Henry and you want to use him. It's that you're lucky you have Derrick Henry. Otherwise, your offense might not have picked up a first down the entire game. That was the entire Titans offense was that two drive series in the second quarter, I believe it was, when Derrick Henry went from having, he had one yard or one carry for zero yards after the first quarter and then 11 carries for 88 yards like that. They were trying to hide the quarterback, they were trying to, to, to not show you. They don't trust Malik Willis whatsoever. How do you how do you go how do you go the entire
3: second half and overtime? So three quarters, essentially an entire NFL football game. They gained ten yards. Ten, Nick. I know we like Caleb. Like it's it's like this constant barroom debate, right? Some dude's trying to impress you on a date, and he's like, "I bet I could get five yards in an NFL run." You're like, "No, you couldn't dipshit. shit. There's no chance. You got no hope." They got ten. I don't know, man. I don't know that if you didn't give me the ball every time for every drive they had for the entire three quarters, they had the ball that I couldn't get 10 yards, right? 10. That's, that's, that's nothing. That's nothing compared to the rest of the NFL. This whole game felt that way. How did the chiefs manage to get the amount of yardage they did? And me be like, are you even doing anything on offense? (laughs) They ran 90 one place. And I was like, are you guys even trying? Like, what kind of anomaly is that? It feels like both things were happening simultaneously.
2: That is the ultimate running in your sleep, going nowhere game. Yeah. Does it feel like we are getting a lot more penalties this year than in seasons past? We had 18 in this game and it actually felt like more than that. I uh, feel like flags have been flying all, all over the place in these chiefs games.
3: So uh, bad news on that Kayla, um, <laughs> the Kansas city chiefs under Andy Reed, are one of the most heavily penalized teams consistently so because you're that you will occasionally run into 18 penalty games you don't like it, but it's fact so you're probably right there are way more ineligible men downfield penalties than I would care for but and they got they got a holding call on the long snapper which almost never happens but I don't know the chiefs just they get called for penalties all the time.
4: I, well, yeah, the, the an eligible man downfield stuff, and I, they kept calling it on Wiley. They called it on Wiley, I think, twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and almost a third time, but they, they 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 picked the flag up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think they should just allow. Oh, All in. You know what? I say you should be able to run wherever you want. Eligible, <laughs> eligible. just you know, we're out here having a good time, getting some exercise. Just run down the field if you want to.
2: What else stuck out to us? Oh, B- B- Bucker was off. Kelsey was off. Do we want to blame it on coming off a bye? Uh,
3: That's usually a good thing for the Chiefs. So as much as I would like to, Kayla, put that on them, I just think it was one of those games. I think later in the episode, maybe we'll talk about them versus the Titans, but I don't know what it is, man. The AFC South, and, and I would actually honestly give Rabel a lot of credit. We used to do this with Bill Belichick all the time. Bill Belichick was really good about figuring out the thing you were good at and making it ugly because he'd make you bad at that thing you loved doing. Vrabel has that with the Chiefs. They play nothing but hideous games against them. The Chiefs' offense scored three points in the regular season game last year against them. They barely scored twenty this time around. That's just what Vrabel does against the Chiefs' offense. I think it's fair to give him some credit here.
2: All right. Well, as ugly it was as it was, the defense uh, deserves all the credit tonight. Cody, as you mentioned, in the final 10 Titans drives, went for one first down and 10 total yards. Mahomes, on the other hand, threw it 68 times. Willis just 16. Bravo for the defense.
3: Hey, Nick, do you know how many passes the Titans wide receivers caught?
4: Oh man. Okay. So the big play, the two big plays were to the tight ends. I know there was a couple of running backs. I know we only completed five passes, so I'm running out of inventory already. I'm going to say zero. I'm just going to say zero. Yeah. Really? It's, it's zero we <laughs> one, two, Westbrook, uh, a Kenny that he bobbled uh, and then dropped the goal
3: line. Yeah. Zero.
4: That's almost hard to do. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually not because I'm actually, I'm a Kansas football fan. And even though things <laughs> are right now, I remember remember there was an entire season where a wide receiver didn't catch a touchdown pass. Okay,
3: touchdown pass. I'm talking about a pass. Just like I run out three yards, and and I'm here. I'm three yards away. Please throw me the football. Zero. Done. The defense won
4: this game. What do you think it would have looked like if they would have let Malik Willis throw the ball downfield? That was very clearly by design. It wasn't just that he constantly was checking down. They were putting him yeah. in spots where he didn't have to make throws. Look, not good. This is why the Chiefs were supposed to lose this game.
3: They were down at half, which meant they could just, they thought they could just lean on Derrick Henry. But Malik Wills was so bad. There was absolutely no threat from the pass. But the defense, ab- like first, the offense couldn't get anything going for three quarters. Holmes admitted much in the second quarter. They won them this game because they had to. Keep giving Mahomes and this offense the ball over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over again until finally the Kansas City Chiefs could get the eight-point touchdown, right? The touchdown and the two-point conversion, which required two penalties just to convert. And then the field goal late. They they needed, they needed the defense to keep giving them the ball. It wasn't just that the defense performed well because the secondary is great. There were coverage sacks, especially late in that game. Pass rush, had a couple of coverage sacks late in that game. They got good pass rush late in that game. There's no argument about it. They shut down Derrick Henry in the second half. But the, the point that impressed me, I think, was as the game went on, it became crystal clear. The Chiefs had no choice. The Chiefs' defense had no choice but to keep getting stops, probably no more than the turnover by Travis Kelsey when he, when he gets the ball away and they're on the plus side of the ball. So the Titans can't move the ball. They're screwed. They can't move the ball. They get a gift. They get a ball on the chief side of the field. Lose yardage on the drive and punt. That to me is like the defensive game
4: in a nutshell. They won the game single handedly. I'm kind of done with the Steve Spagnolo dialogue because it, it runs the same exact script every single week, regardless of who the opponent is, which is. The other team moves the ball at will for three or four drives and then Spag settles into what he wants to do defensively. I do think there is an element of feeling out opposing offenses and trying to figure out exactly how they're going to play that game because it happens if you're on Twitter and I get it. It's Twitter. But if you're on on Twitter during games, first three drives, everyone is calling for Spags to be fired. Like it's happened for, (laughs) I don't know, 34 consecutive games where it's like, are you kidding me? Spaggs needs to go. Why are we still hanging on to him? And then all of a sudden you look up and the other team hasn't got a first down in an hour and a half. <laughs> it, Spags, I'm not saying the Spags is the second coming. I'm not saying he's the greatest defensive mind out there. I'm not saying this is the most talented defense we've ever seen. They're good enough. They're good enough. Because I don't, I don't respect the Titans offense whatsoever, ex- especially with how one-dimensional they are with Willis in at quarterback. But even if you have no... Respect for that offense. That's what you're supposed to do. If you think that's the worst offense in the NFL, sands Ryan, Tannehill, then you're supposed to do what the Chiefs did tonight. So we don't have to get carried away with it and say that this defense is making huge strides and all of a sudden they're a top 10 unit in the NFL. We don't have you to know, do any of that. But they're good you know, enough. And Stags is good enough too. Specifically, Nick, they're
3: good enough in the moments that they really need them. So fine. They gave up 31 to the Bucks in a game that they were dropping 40. In the three games. Um, the two that they lost and the, you know, like in, in two of the games that they won and one that they lost. So the game they won tonight against Tennessee, the game they lost against Indianapolis and the game they won against the Chargers. The three that stand out to me the most when the Chiefs offense really had some spurts of non-existence. The defense showed up in all three of those games. Jalen Watson had the key play to pick off like when it seemed like they were down and out. He made the play. And then in this moment, the defense had all the key plays. In the Colts game, they had no offense. And yet the defense kept giving them the ball back with the chance to do it. I know they gave up that touchdown late, but that doesn't matter. They held the Colts. If you had told me the Colts only scored 20, we're good here. Like, it just seems like specifically, Nick, what you're talking about. And I feel like, Kayla, it's like anytime they need the defense this year, not every year, this year, the defense shows up.
2: I'm not going to lie for a split second in the second quarter. I almost thought to myself, do I wish that Tannehill was in quarterback? And then I quickly in the second half mm. said no. <laughs> no.
3: Like Malik Wills had like one really big run that he should have been tackled for like a two yard gain. And it win for like 50 and we're all like, Oh no, this might add a whole nother dimension. Then we're like, no, he's just, he's not going to throw the football. And I actually kind of like, but you know what, uh, Nick, you talked about like spags making adjustments. He's been really good about making second-half adjustments. But in particular, it was like they knew they could only run it, and the Chiefs started running like 1984 defense. They had like 11 guys in the box. They're like, good luck, man. I I don't really – I don't know who the hell you're throwing to back there. And if you can hit him on a route, kudos. Uh, You know, like that's all I got for you because we're not going to take you serious as an offense, which is essentially what the entire second half of Spag's plan was.
2: Well, while there is high praise for the defense, the offense was another story. Mahomes, though, took this game over down the stretch. Um, Quick stats here, guys. Drew Bledsoe holds the record for a single pass attempts in one game at 70. Well, Mahomes is now in second place after tonight at 68. He was 43 of 68 for 446 yards. One touchdown, put up another 63 on the ground with six carries. Thus, becoming the first player in NFL history with 400 passing yards, 60 rushing yards, and one rushing touchdown in a game. What was that final score? I'm done that <laughs> up here. Something isn't right. Yes, 2017.
3: Hmm. Nick, you got any guesses? Uh, where did all that play? I'm go? I'm, I'm stumped at the like this is the Baltimore playoff game from a couple years ago where Lamar Jackson had 550 yards by himself, and you're like, wait, you lost that game? <laughs>
0: what the hell happened?
3: That's is that kind of how the offense feels tonight. They won, so I guess feel good about it. But like, aren't you a little perplexed at those being the final numbers for Patrick Mahomes, who is probably now going to move closer to Josh Allen as the MVP favorite?
4: And you're like, you only scored twenty. I'm telling you, the most like sixty-eight is a big number. Here's a bigger number, ninety-one, because that's how many plays the Chiefs ran tonight. So many. So. 68 divided by 91 means that's all the Chiefs had going for them was giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes. They abandoned the run in the second half of that game. So Wait, no, second half? Nick, they I don't think it ever
3: started. They ran the ball six times in the first half. They abandoned it before kickoff.
4: A lot, that's a lot for Andy Reid. 6 is a respectable six. number in and an Andy Reid <laughs> offense with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Listen, I think the like, the final numbers, if you look at the raw stats and you say, "Okay, wow, Mahomes had over, you know, 440 passing yards." He threw it 68 times. The Chiefs had almost 500 yards of offense. They're all really impressive numbers. But then you yeah, you said, Cody, you, you try to figure out, well, how did you get there? Well, you committed a ton of penalties that negated big plays. You had a kicker miss an extra point and a field goal. So it's, it's kind of easy when you look at that and you say, oh, well, they weren't picking up chunk yards. Like This was not, I don't, you can say what we want about Mahomes. He took the game over down the stretch. And you would take that all day over an impressive stat line and a loss. But this was not an impressive performance by the Chiefs offense. I don't care what the final numbers say. And we can look at the individual performances and say, okay, Juju made some big plays. Kelsey made some big plays. Kelsey also like, had a few costly mistakes in that mm-hmm. game, which again would get you to a, a, a bigger margin of victory had they not happened. But that's how you get to those ridiculous historic numbers. Like I don't, I don't want Patrick Mahomes setting the record for pass attempts in a game. I'm, I'm totally comfortable with Drew Bledsoe holding that record or letting, you know, somebody, let Josh Allen break it. I don't care. I don't want my quarterback because usually if you have to throw the ball 68 times, it's not going to be in a winning effort, which is why it just sort of speaks to the absurdity of this entire game.
3: Well, I, so the mistakes is really the simple answer. You know, they dropped six passes. That's the most for any team in any game this year. Any team, not just the Chiefs. It's the most the Chiefs have had since 2009. So, I mean, that, that in its own right is uncommon. The very simple reality for how did you get this many yards in a 20-point effort is the offensive line stunk. They stunk. Yes. They got beat like a drum over and over again. Hell, it was Patrick Mahomes' legs that won them this game in the end because on 3rd and 17, after they had gotten yet another sack allowed, after a different holding penalty earlier in the drive that had stalled them, Mahomes himself ran for 17 yards, got them the first down, and eventually got them the win. That, that's it. That's really what this boils down to. Nick, it's weird because like I don't fully feel the way you do. Like This is not an impressive effort from the offense because in its weird right, this game is another reminder for why I think this offense works, even works without Tyreek even works in its own right, whatever those things are. Because here's the thing. Juju is a really reliable receiver. He made some great catches, especially on third down. Kelsey did drop some balls, but he was open and he made an absolutely incredible back shoulder catch on the most important drive of the game when they go down and score the touchdown. That also exists, right? So like, and Mahomes still did some like Mahomes things, man, that he has no right doing. That, Like, I know that the the Noah Great catch looks incredible because he bobbles it. Mahomes hit him in the damn hands after making three guys miss, cutting back to the inside on a play. has no business doing it. So all the things that, like, work on the offense were there. Mahomes is doing incredible things. Um, He's finding Kelsey. He's finding Juju Smith-Schuster. The things you want out of a functional offense. They just simply couldn't overcome, for a chunk of this game, mountainous mistakes. Tons of penalties on special teams. So they were constantly going big, long drives down the field. Constant drops, constant holding calls. And yet still they won. Like, I I know that sounds stupid, but they had just enough offense in what was a miserable mistake riddled day to still score a touchdown and get the two point and get the field goal. And I don't know, have the the balls to go for that fourth and one, even though it still led to a field goal.
2: I I wanted to bring that up. I couldn't
3: believe they went for that, Kayla.
2: (laughs) Were we losing our minds to put it in Clyde's hands? Like what?
3: It was. So the fourth and the fourth and inches with Clyde. I just was like, oh, my God, will you please just QB sneak? Guys, please. Just once. I know you don't want to do it, but that's the right call. But then to go for it in fourth and one at the end of overtime. Yes. And and they threw it to Juju, thankfully, and he caught it and they converted it. But uh, Nick, you've we've done radio together now over a year. How often would you say that I'm team kick
4: instead of just go for it? Never? No, you think you're smarter than all coaches. So whatever. That's not it. I think you're just contrarian. I think you will just argue with whatever the coaches are doing. I think 90% of the time, I just think go for it. Go for it. Fuck it. It's fourth and two.
3: Come on. You can do it. And on that one, I'm like, you know what? I think I'd probably just kick a field goal. (laughs) It was because I'd watched the Titans offense long enough. I'm like, "Ah, I'd probably just take those three points. And they went for it and converted. I know it didn't end up mattering because they kicked the field goal anyway, but that was a shocking number. I, I know this sounds silly, but like Mahomes is now on pace for 5,600 passing yards. This is not an inconsequential amount of games for through the season. We're halfway through. This is eight games of 17, and he's on pace for 5,600 yards passing. Like The offense still had things at work tonight. They just made a, I don't know, a mountain of mistakes.
5: Selling a little... Or a lot.